Hello, hello, and welcome to the You Do You Hum podcast, a place to provide you with motivation, direction, and for me to be your very own cheerleader. If you are looking to move from where you are now to where you need to be, keep listening because I am going to share with you the tips and tricks that I've learned along the way from my 10 years experience in mental health. This podcast is sponsored by my goddamn self. So if you are looking for home scents and affordable fragrances, look for Splendid Bliss on Facebook or Instagram. But for now, let the podcast begin. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of You Do You Hun. I hope you're well. I hope you're having a fantastic week. And I'm getting straight into it with this podcast because I feel quite inspired by it because I've been speaking to a lot of people recently and some people just felt quite stuck, quite stagnant, don't really know where they want to go in life. And I think it's really important to do this episode because I want you to know that it is okay to change. It is okay to change your mind about something. It is okay to change your goals that is absolutely okay okay and I'm going to tell you why because you're different because you've changed because actually when you get closer to your goal you realize you don't want that goal anymore that isn't important to you it isn't as satisfying as you thought it might be and as you get closer and closer what's the point wasting time on a goal that you don't want to reach let's focus on what you do want what's interesting to you what makes you you and what lights you up rather than you wasting time dragging your feet it's absolutely pointless doing that so I can uh, resonate with this because when I was younger I knew I wanted to be in mental health that was instrumental to me I I knew I wanted to be in this space and I was adamant I wanted to be a clinical psychologist and there is a memory that pops up on my Facebook that is literally I put it up to say this is my journey that I'm doing GCSEs I'll do A levels I'll go to university I'll then get an assistant psychologist position then I'll um, try and get on the clinical psychology training, okay? And that was me. I was set. That is exactly what I was going to do. Um, that was the space I wanted to be in. Um, and no one could um, take that away from me. I was also like 30 grand. Uh, psychologists, I think, straight away they earned 30 grand. And I was like, wow, 30 grand's loads of money. Um, and it's interesting, isn't it, that what you think is, you know, the be all and end all. And I did put psychologists on a pla- on a pedestal. I really did because I just thought, wow, they're incredible. You know, the work that they do. And I kind of made, I had like a God complex, I'd actually say with them. And I, I thought they're, they're so good with their own mental health because they help everyone. But actually what you realise is no matter what job you have, we're all human. We all have mental health struggles and we all experience difficulties in our lives. And I think, you know, naively when I was a lot younger, and some talking about 15, 16, I, I thought that psychologists and, and, and people in this field um, would would be the absolute um, top of mental well-being. And that isn't always the case. You know, we're very good at supporting other people, not always good at supporting ourselves. Um, not saying all psychologists are unwell, nothing like that. But what I'm highlighting is, is that my naivety, essentially. But I, I changed my mind. I changed my mind about being a clinical psychologist. And this is why. So... I got into um, CAMS. I started working in an inpatient unit. Absolutely loved it. If anyone is interested in working in mental health, I'd really urge you to get a job in an inpatient unit because you learn so much about mental health that a lot more than your degree can ever give you. You know, there's nothing better than practicality. There's nothing better than working with different clients with different diagnoses. Um, and there's nothing better than, you know, learning from psychologists and mental health nurses and consultants and psychiatrists, nothing better. So basically, sorry, I just need to move. <laughs> I'm feeling uncomfortable. Bear with me one moment. And I'm back. So 
uh, I um I started working within CAMS in the patient unit and I started doing a lot of work on the, on the ground. So I was like a social therapist and, you know, I would do a lot of one-to-ones with the clients that I worked with and, you know, would do things like help them reintegrate back into school. And, you know, I knew these kids, you know, I saw these kids eight hours a day, okay? I knew every breath of them. I knew their, um, their struggles. I knew their triggers. I knew what would set them off. I knew them and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I loved them. I loved all the kids. You know, I used to say to Andy, like, if there was an, ever an opportunity and I could bring these kids home and give them a nice life and give them love, I would want to do it. Would that be okay? And he'd be like, Laura, you'd have all of them. And I was like, I honestly would. Like, I've got so much love to give. I would look after all of these kids and give them the love they deserve because I believe everyone deserves love, you know, and there's no bad children, just bad parents, I would say, to be honest, and bad experiences, bad parents, bad experiences, terrible situations, and terrible people. But look, look I'm really deviating from what we need to talk about. Um, So, I got into this space and as time was going on, you know, I realised I was working a lot with these young people. I knew I knew them and then working with a clinical psychologist who saw them for an hour a week. And I think that's not enough. You know, I want to work for people where I see them a bit a bit more and I have a bit more of a, a better relationship with them. It's a bit more um, give and take, you know, whereas obviously clinical psychology, it's very much about boundaries, obviously. And I'm very good with boundaries, but you know, little things like spending a whole five hours thinking about how you'd introduce yourself and do I wear a wedding ring, do I not, and all of that. And before you know it, it became, I don't want that level of a relationship. I want to build connections with people. I want to thrive on that. And essentially, for for years, thinking that I was going to be a clinical psychologist, it was very hard to come to terms with the fact that that's not a space I want to be in anymore. And what happened then? I felt lost because what do I do? That was always my path in life. What happens now? Who am I going to become? What do I do next? I didn't know. So I then, um, as time went on, I then got a job working as a school in education lead. I was a um, mental health lead in a school, loved it. Um, but I still didn't find my fear. I didn't know what I was doing. I then um, signed up as a, uh, to join the police um, as a detective. I didn't get that, but I got offered a job as a, a police officer. Um then I decided I didn't want that. I just felt very, very lost, you know, very, very lost. And it wasn't until I guess I worked for Mind and I started doing training and public speaking that I found like, wow, this is my fit. But I would never have got to that if I didn't accept that I've changed my mind and that I now want new goals. And I remember feeling lost. I remember feeling a bit empty. I remember feeling like I don't know where I'm going in life. But you need them times in life to propel you into where you need to be. You need them lost moments because you need them time, that time to discover yourself. If I kept going and going and not having that self-awareness that this is no longer what I wanted... I would then be miserable doing clinical training thinking I've done the wrong thing. And you don't want to get to that stage in life where you go, this isn't for me. You know, you hear these things about doctors, you know, eight years of training, eight long years of training to then come to it and think, I don't want to do this, you know. And it might be, it might not be until they got into the role they thought this isn't for me. Or it might have been they had that niggle within them, but they thought, look, I've just got to get this done now, whatever it might be. But you are okay to change your mind. You're okay to change your goals. What you wanted when you were 16 is going to be very different to what you want when you're 20. Equally, when you have a family, what you want then is very different to what you wanted when you was a 21-year-old and all you had to focus on was when your next holiday was and what, what you were going to do next, you know. Your life is different. So you show 
up different and because you show up different, your goals will start to change. So I'm here to tell you that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to do something different. It's okay that that goal you've been working towards is now um, something, you know, completely different. It doesn't mean you failed at something. It's a strength for you to realize that this is not for me and this isn't an avenue for me. That is an absolute strength. So if you are here right now and you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what avenue to go down, take a minute, take a breather, step back. You know, I would say look into things that really excite you, that really propel you, that pick you up. And that's the avenue you need to go down. So for me, I obviously own my own mental health training company. And that for me does not feel like work at all. I absolutely love what I do. I love helping people. I love picking people up. I love giving people them light bulb moments. And I would do that shit for free. Hence why I do this podcast for free, because I love it. So what you need to think about is what do I like to do for free? You know, what would I like to do? Or if I'm having a hard day, what do I like to do to cheer me up? You know, try and find things that, that resonate with you and that make you feel good. And maybe that's the path you need to go down. Maybe that's your new goal. So I'm staring at my vision board right now. Okay. So I'm looking at my vision board. I've still got a lot of things to tick off. You know, I've got how much money I want to make per month. Um, yeah, some of this I've done. I've just realized that, but I'm looking at something. So I've got on here 5,000 followers on my Instagram. Okay. Um, you know, I would say before that was probably important to me because um, that, you know, would mean I'd get more engagement. But that actually doesn't really bother me anymore, if I'm honest. You know, who follows me, follows me. And if you don't follow me, you don't follow me. So it's not a big deal. But I thought that was quite important to me because I needed more followers to have more engagement, to have more people following the pod. But I actually don't think that's essential, really. And I'm not that bothered. So that needs to come off because I've changed. And you might change within a few months. You might change within a few weeks, a few months, a few years, whatever it might be. But it's okay. You update yourself as you go along. I'm looking here as well. I have two Chanel bags on my vision board. I've always, always wanted a Chanel bag, okay? And I've always said to myself, I will buy a Chanel bag, especially when uh, with the business, I've said I'll treat myself. So a real Chanel bag. Um, so obviously I've got a black one here, but I also wanted a white one. And I'm looking at these right now. And what are they like? Five grand? I don't even know how much they are. Let me have a look. Right, I'm going to Google it while we're, while we're here. Um, Chanel bag. Right. So we've got six and a half grand. Okay. Six and a half grand. So I'm looking at that. So I bear in mind I wanted two of them. I already wanted each colour. That's 13 grand. Okay. I'm now looking at that thinking what absolute waste of money, waste of money. What I would rather do is spend that with a, you know, a, amazing holiday for me and my family, or, you know, put that into a fund for Anderson for when he's older that he can put towards a car, you know, or, um, you know, I'm just thinking out loud here, you know, doing things differently and and the reason why that's got to come off and why that's changed is because I've changed and my situation has changed and now I don't care about bags or watches or things like that I care about memories and time and career goals and I've got lots of things on here that I want to achieve like I want to do a TED talk um, I want to go first class on an airplane it's still kind of important to me I want to go to Savoy but I equally want to go take my family to Disneyland um, I want to go to a safari and stay in a lodge um, there's loads of things that I want to do now um, that, have, that are different. And I wouldn't have actually thought about that before, maybe, um, because I'm different. So I'm here to tell you that if you now are thinking, oh, God, I don't know where I'm going in life, you are going to be OK. Whichever path you take will lead you to the right path. You know, I took a job that wasn't for me. It was in HR. Absolutely hated it. And it just 
told me, Laura, this isn't where you're meant to be. This isn't your space. You're not meant to be behind a computer. You're meant to be out there. You're meant to be changing lives. You're meant to be inspiring people. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm living my true purpose. And a part of me still thinks I'm not living to my full potential yet because I've just come back from maternity leave and Andy has been unwell. But I'll be getting there. I'll be getting there. And just like you, you will get there as well. So if you are there thinking, I don't know where I'm going in life, I feel stuck, I feel stagnant, I don't know what my goals are, think about where you want to be in life. What is your ideal job? What is your ideal space? What kind of friendships do you want to have? You know, what do you want to do at the weekend? Write all this down and then think, what job is this or what event is this or you know what fills me with joy and that's where you've got to go huns that's where you've got to go and I'd really recommend um, a vision board as well because a vision board you see every single day and it inspires you to um, get to them goals you know I've also got here I've got helicopter ride I don't think I'm that bothered. I mean, sometimes I think I'd love to, you know, tick it off to say I've done a helicopter ride. And another part of me is like, who really cares? I've also got here that I want to hire a chef. Definitely want to do that because I'm shit at cooking. And I'd love that. Maybe hire an Airbnb, hire a chef, things like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's other things I'm not bothered. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, nah, not really bothered on you, hun. Not really bothered. You need to come off. So yeah, it's okay to change your goals. It's okay to do you. It's okay to do something different. Don't be afraid to go out there and to do um something wild because you've got one life. One life, you know. And I really, really um feel so strongly about this that life is to be lived. Life isn't to be scared and anxious and fearful and afraid of everything all the time. Life is to be pushed. Push yourself out of your comfort zone. Do something different. Go to the most amazing places. See the most amazing things. Go and live. Go and explore because you don't want to get on your deathbed and go, I shoulda, I woulda, I coulda. Don't be that person. So that's enough from me, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. As always, if you like today, you know, go to You Do You Hum podcast on Instagram. Do review us on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify um, and do share it. I'd really appreciate that. Thanks so much. Bye. This podcast is sponsored by Laura Burke Training and Consultancy. That's right, my mental health training company. So if your company needs mental health first aid or workshops around mental health, I'm your girl. I am here to provide tools and techniques to staff to help them improve their mental health. So if you'd like to find out more, go to www.lauraburke.co.uk. Thank you.